0: Hey y'all, it's Tarkisha. Welcome to the Think Yourself Crazy Podcast, a podcast about all things overthinking. Here, we'll share information about overthinking, we'll share tips to stop overthinking, we'll even discuss tips that will help you tame your thoughts. But most of all, I'm excited about getting you involved. Yep, you get to be a part of the podcast with me by sharing your overthinking stories and questions it's quite simple all you have to do is click the link to the jot form in the show description and it's a few one-two steps to get your story and our questions submitted often you will hear me remind you that you too are worth best case scenario so without further ado let's jump into today's episode Hey, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. If you are in uh, the Louisiana area, especially South Louisiana, um, I think there are some other, no, particular Louisiana. Happy Mardi Gras. It is Fat Tuesday in the um, state of Louisiana and we are celebrating Mardi Gras. So there are parades going on, there are festivities going on. But before we you know, completely give our day to Mardi Gras, we want to carve out a little time, of course, for Think Yourself Crazy. So I am welcoming you guys back to the second episode of the season. Yes, your girl kept her commitment and I am here. Now, of course, I'm not recording this today on Actual Fat Tuesday. I'm recording this on Friday. And, y'all, it was a tough toss-up between going ahead and recording or taking my nap. Now, I have plenty of time before it's actually time to release. Well, I'm saying plenty, but I have a couple of days before it's time to release. But I like to listen to the episode again just to make sure everything gets clear and you can hear, but also to make sure I make sense. And then I like to, um, I still have to go through it and, you know, come up with the the wording for the description. So I was like, Keisha, fight the nap. Another 30, 40 minutes. Fight your urge to go to sleep. Because y'all, I want to go to sleep or watch TV so bad. So my sister started me on this new episode, uh, new series. It's called The Cleaning Lady. I'm actually watching it on HBO Max right now, and I forgot where she told me the other seasons are streaming, but I'm still on season one, and y'all, it's really good. So on top of exhaustion and just being tired, something I've been experiencing for the last few weeks, um, last night I decided to stay up late to watch that show, and when I say late, I stayed up until right at midnight. And so it is now Friday. I'm done with the day. I'm done with clients. I'm done with supervision. I'm done with paperwork, billing, all that jazz. And so I'm like, girl, the last thing you have to do is to record your podcast. Like, go ahead and record because if you take that nap, you wake up. Are you going to record? No, you're going to watch TV. And then you want to go get crawfish tonight. You know you're not going to record after you have crawfish because. What are you going to do while you have crawfish? Yes, you're going to have your beverage. So no record. Then I'm like, well, I have all day Saturday and Sunday, but I have plans to do the minimum. And when I tell you the bare minimum on this weekend, it has been um, stuff every weekend since the year has started. And this is finally a weekend where I will have mostly downtime. And so I'm going to take advantage of that. So here I am recording before my nap so y'all if y'all start hearing a little doze off just just holler at me to to reel me back in to get me back on task um but yes so the the nap is upcoming y'all naps are so important so like i said i've been struggling uh probably at least for the last two or three weeks with my energy feeling really fatigued almost reminds me of how i felt when i had covid And what that recovery was like for me, but I I don't have COVID. So it really was concerning me. Um, I think the last time we spoke, I called the doctor after I uh, finished recording the podcast. And I went to see my doctor that following week. We did lab work to kind of assess if there was an issue with any of my vitamin levels, hormone levels, all those things. We just knew it was something. Get the laps back, y'all, and everything is fine. It's just like your laps look great. Matter of fact, like they you are doing amazing with like my workout, my diet, taking care of myself, all of that. Everybody that knows me knows I sleep. Y'all know I try to get my eight hours of sleep at night. It's important to me. I get a nap during the day. Even if I get my eight hours of sleep, I, I try to squeeze in my nap. In my mind, And it really probably is a mind thing. In my mind, my body needs that nap to get through the second half of my day to provide for my clients so that I'm my best self. So when the labs came back, I'm like, this is strange. I don't know what's going on, but we think that there's some underlying stressors. And since we last spoke, my grandmother passed away. and there's some guilt there that I'm I'm dealing with um, associated with that. Just some personal things. So all that to say that your emotions um, your emotions have a big influence on how you feel, how you function, your energy level. So I'm dealing with. With all of that, nevertheless, I have a good episode. I think it's a good episode, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. But I was trying to make sure I finished getting all my check-ins done, and I I think so. I think so. So I came up, y'all, I had some good stuff for the podcast. (laughs) Came in the middle of the night last night, and I refused to turn over and record it. Like, just so that I can play myself back or write it, because I was sleepy. But anyway, we're going to jump into um, our series that I I introduced to you guys in the previous episode. And that's Old Fudgy. Remember, I wanted to use the F word, but I wanted to keep it classy. I wanted to keep it clean. I wanted to keep it uh, PG-13 so that anyone can listen. I put out a post on Instagram. So if you are not following us on Instagram, make sure you do that. Um, make sure you tell your friends, your family, everyone to follow us on Instagram at think yourself crazy. But I put out a post and I asked, um, which of these F words causes you to overthink? Which of these F words causes you to overthink? A, fear. B, Failure, C, finances, D, feelings, E, all of the above, F, I have an F word to add to D. So again, The, the question was, which of these F words causes you to overthink? A, fear, B, failure, C, finances, D, feelings, E, all of the above, or F? I have an F word to add to those. So which one for you? Which one is it for you? A, B, C, D, E, or F? Check them out. They're going to be in the show notes. These F words, I think, are pretty common F words that lend to us overthinking. One of the first persons responded, she said, hey, fear. Fear is the thing that causes me to overthink. That's the thing that, that messes with me. That's the thing that gets in my head. Um, for a lot of people, I know that finances, finances cause them to overthink. Am I going to be able to take care of this responsibility? Am I going to be able to meet this financial obligation? Am I going to be able to travel if I take care of all of my bills? Or if I decide to travel, how am I going to make sure that things are you know, stable and straight at home? And we all know for me, and I think probably in the last three to six months, it has become more clear to me, feelings is the thing that causes me to overthink. Being in my feelings, trying to understand my feelings, trying to figure out other people's feelings towards me causes me to wreck my brain. And I just want to unscrew the top of my head take my brain out, set it on the table, and give it a break. Because my feelings cause me to um, wear it out. I kind of need to do like Jazz and Sullivan said and pick up my own feelings, sit them to the side, Like, pack them up. I mean, because they dictate my life. And I'm sure there are other people out there who can relate. And then there's that fourth one that I mentioned, and we're going to talk about each of them in depth. Um... Failure, failure is something that I think really distracts a lot of us and it causes us to overthink and it stalls us, it it, it halts us, it causes us to feel stuck. So these, each of these F words are triggers to overthinking. So that's that ruminating, those negative thinking, that, that um, excessive thinking or obsessive can't get things off your mind. So let's deal with them. Can we do that? Can we do that? So let's start with fear. So some of us have we we encountered the F word fear. Remember we're use, we're dealing with the F in budget today. So a lot of us deal with the F word fear. What is that like for you? So if we look up the definition of fear, it is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So again, fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or threat. So what is it about your situation? What is, it, what is it about the things that you encounter that causes fear? Is it fear that you're going to be inadequate? Is it fear that you don't know enough? Is it fear that you won't have the appropriate resources? What about your fear in particular causes you to become an overthinker or causes you to overthink in a situation? A lot of times we have a fear of the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen if I do this, but we also don't know what's going to happen if we actually follow through and do a thing. Fear causes us. Or I'm sorry fear prevents us from actually following through with something so really and truly if we think about fear it can cause us to overthink on each side of the spectrum it can cause us to you know over fear I mean I'm sorry overthink before we actually do a thing or if fear has talked us out of something it can cause us to overthink on the opposite side of it right So this is, here's my theory on fear. And I know we've been hearing it a lot the last two to three years. My favorite um, pastor, Sarah Jakes Roberts, she says it often, to do it scared. You know, we really never know the results of a thing or what's going to happen if we don't just do it. Fear literally punks us out of opportunity. Fear literally punks us out of you know, occupying spaces that we definitely belong in. Fear will have us delay in our own way. A lot of times, you know, we, we always say that delay is not deli- Deny. Fear will cause delay. Fear will have us delay ourselves. It, it will cause us to get in our own way. So we have those of us who encounter fear. We, you know, I often talk about like my fear cat. And how that prevents me, if I'm walking, it prevents me from taking a certain um, path. Or it might shorten my walk and my dogs don't get to get their energy out. So now I got to get home and, and deal with that or play extra, right? Just like in that natural way, fear in our relationships, fear in our careers, in our academic pursuits, um, in our, our spiritual life. Those things will uh, prevent us from getting to the next level. If I am going to be able to excel, I can't allow fear to be the thing that stops me. I cannot allow fear to be a dictator of what I do, how I progress, how I move forward. So in so many situations, we have to tell ourselves, okay, it's scary on this side, but it's probably even scarier if I don't do it. I'm afraid now, but I'm also afraid of what happens if I don't do a thing. I have to push myself beyond my fear. And so if A is the thing for you, this week, I want you to practice pushing yourself beyond your fear. So for me, that might look like when I'm walking my dogs and I see a cat that I go anyway. Because truthfully, a one cat going to come to me and two big dogs, the cat is actually probably going to go the other way. I never give myself the opportunity to see what that's going to be like, right? Because I turn around and I go. But this week, I might push myself beyond that fear and walk anyway. Walk past the cat or toward the cat. I mean, then if the cat starts coming towards me, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm going to turn around and run. I might drop the leashes and let Sugar Ray and Pop. I'm sorry, Sugar Ray and Pop. Sugar Ray and Spence, Um, you know, handle my lightweight. I think I'm not coming to count, but I can't let fear punk me out of that path. Don't let fear punk you this week. So if fear, if, if fear is your F word, I want you to push past your fear this week. Okay. so the second one that I mentioned is failure. Oh, my gosh. Failure is the thing that we think should not happen. Right. We think whenever I put myself to doing something, it should I should automatically win I should automatically come out out of come out on top failure the definition of failure is a lack of success or the omission of expected or required action so failure means I did not succeed I did not accomplish a thing my inability to meet an expectation be it An expectation that I set or an expectation that someone else set. Failure means I'm in my mind when I think about failure and and I don't personally feel this way about myself. But when we think about it, I think about I missed the mark. This is where the mark was and I fell short. How many of you can relate? Yeah, yeah. We feel like, oh, I made a C on that test. I know I should have made an A or a B. I made an F on that test. I know I should have made a, um, a C or a B. You know, that is when we're looking at it, you know, in the academics realm. When we think about failure in in weight loss. Because y'all know that's something in my thing. Dang, I really wanted to lose 10 pounds this week. I only lost five. We don't look at the gain we actually made. We're so focused on the mark we missed. My mark was 10 pounds. I only got five. Imagine the person that didn't even get five. Or imagine not even comparing myself to the next person, but imagine the time that I went for 12. Or I I mean, I'm sorry, I went for 10 pounds and I didn't get one. I didn't even do anything. I'm not tracking my progress. So I think a lot of times we measure our success on the next person and not on what I did the last time. So we have failure, which is that lack of success, not meeting that expected mark, I'm sorry, Um, and and we cause ourselves to get stuck. We then experience some fear, right, because I'm not going to try it again. This is just not my thing. You know, I think about people who um, I I supervise for licensure, right, for um, licensure in the state of Louisiana for professional counseling. In order to complete, one of the requirements for supervision in order to complete licensure or or apply for licensure is to complete the test. So it's it's the NCE test. A lot of people don't complete licensure because they cannot pass the test. They experience failure on the test. They don't do well, right? That then stops them from completing all the other requirements. That failure punks them out of, so there goes failure, pumping us around again. And failure pumps us out of the continued pursuit. To become successful, I can't be a licensed professional counselor if I don't pass this test. And so I've encountered therapists or, or therapists in training, our counselors in training, or whatever we call them today, um, that say, you know, forget it. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to do something totally different. Or, hey, I'm going to go this pathway because I'm not sure about that test. I've failed it too many times instead of going back and resetting. So, what I have found. And here's the thing that we're going to practice this week is failure is an opportunity for reset. Oh, my goodness. That is good to me. Got to write it down. Give me a second. Give me a second. Failure. is an opportunity to reset i'm gonna hear all of this again when i release it but y'all that is good so we look at failure as dang i'm not successful dang i missed the mark dang i fell below the expectation that i set for myself or that someone else set for me but failure sometimes is an opportunity for you to take a step back and say okay Oh, all right, that's where I went wrong. Oh, that's where I need to put more of my efforts. Oh, this is how I can reshape this thing. It's an opportunity to reset. It's an opportunity to to redesign. It's the opportunity to come up with a new plan or even change the plan, you know? So I have therapists who decide, okay, okay. Counseling is not for me. But I also have therapists that say my studying didn't work. So I'm not going to completely change my plan to, you know, become a a licensed professional counselor. I'm going to change the method by which I'm preparing for this exam. So I am going to seek out a a tutor. I'm going to seek out other study material. I am going to shift the way that I prepare. So failure is something that causes us to think that we are inadequate. We can't do a thing. We won't. Amount we won't succeed. We won't achieve a a particular thing, which then causes us to overthink. Well, am I really worth it? Can I really do this? Maybe I should just settle for this. Failure causes us to settle. Do you really want to settle? Because I'm sure settling, even though it's not a in our budget, um, it is. It will cause you to overthink. So the opportunity to reset has to be the priority. We can't look at failure as the end. We can't look at this immediate because sometimes success takes a while. We like the overnight stories of success. I absolutely love an overnight story of success because it gives me hope that that might happen for me. But that's not always um, realistic. That's not always something that's going to happen for all of us. For some of us, it's going to take multiple tries. So I know someone took the test six, seven times. Didn't matter. The state allows it the 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 licensing board allows it you take it as many a time now sometimes there are other things other other parameters that you have to go through after if you don't do it in a certain amount of time y'all don't have to know all that but what i'm saying is when you really want something you cannot allow failure to overthink you out of it okay you can't allow failure to say well you you failed it six times don't take it a seven you failed it two times don't take it a second you uh uh, a third time this didn't work out for you before this relationship wasn't successful you you didn't that first marriage didn't work so don't go into another one that financial plan didn't work don't go into another one that business didn't work don't go into another one no that's not what we want failure to teach us we want failure to ultimately be Okay, this is my opportunity to reset. This is my opportunity to work on me so to ensure that whatever caused me not to be successful in this relationship, I work on that so that I'm better in my upcoming relationship. Whatever financial decisions I made that were not wise, that I learned to do better with my finances moving forward so that I can make sure to make wiser financial investments and in use of my money, right? So remember, this week, like we're practicing, we're gonna you know push past that fear. I'm gonna walk past that cat. If I experience failure or if there is something that's causing me to overthink, it's if failure is your F word. This week, we are going to focus on resetting, coming up with another plan, not getting rid of, you know, that thing, because I wasn't successful the first one, two, ten times. Instead, I'm going to reset and see how I can approach it differently, what I can do to address it differently. Because ultimately, when we want a thing, we're gonna work for it. So for me, in my, I, I have not had a successful relationship yet. I'm not just saying screw a relationship. I'm not saying fudge the relationships. No, let me reset. Let I failed at them before. I was not. I missed the mark. It wasn't a success. But I'm not going to completely give it up. Why? Here's the important thing. This has to be the important thing when we're looking at failure and we're, you know, anticipating the reset because I really want it. If we fail at something and we don't really want to, we move on, right? If, if I fail at, you know, trying to create something that I don't really care about, I move on. If I fail at a relationship that I wasn't really into it with the person and I wasn't feeling him and he didn't really feel like, i move on. It's not a big deal. But when it's something that I really want, your desire has to be there to embrace the reset. Right. Your desire has to be there to pass that licensing exam, to pass that nursing exam, to pass that class, to go to therapy with your partner, to discipline yourself with your finances. You have to have that desire to want to do different. You have to have that desire to want to succeed. Failure is a part of the the, um, equation to success. You're not going to meet a whole lot of people. There may be some, so I'm not saying there are none at all, but you're not going to meet a whole lot of people that encounter success on their first try. There are going to be some, but I promise you there were some hard moments, even in those, even in those few stories where people are like, oh yeah, I did it on the first time around. They're going to be, they're going to be able to share with you, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't smooth. There was some, there was some, mountaintop moments and there was some valley moments there were some times that I had to give a little bit more there were some sleepless nights there were some times that that I had to give more investment than I saw on return. So remember failure is an opportunity to reset. So if there's an opportunity I'm sorry if there is something or if you are a person excuse me that your effort is failure this week I want you to reset. I want you to go back and look at that plan. Reevaluate it. Tweak it. I was gonna say twerk it because I'm working on my twerk, y'all. <laughs> but I want you to go and tweak it so that it can be something where you can say, look, I don't, I didn't meet the mark. I didn't get the expected end the first time, the second time, third, tenth, twentieth. But this time I'm going to not give up. I'm gonna reassess. I'm gonna reset. I'm going to come up with something that helps promote my success because eventually if you keep doing a thing, if you keep going after it, if you keep working at it, you then get better and your success is going to be in your hands, but you can't give up. All right. All right, friends. So F, if you are a person that overthinks because of failure, your task this week is to focus on the reset, focus on the reset the redesign so that you can get your plan in place to go after that thing again. All right. All right, y'all. Hold on. I'll be right, right back. All right. Let's jump to the next one. Finances. This is a big one. How many of you out there can relate to finances causing me to overthink? It, it actually happened to me this week. <laughs> it happens to me periodically. Like, y'all, it gets so bad that I'm like, I know this electronic health record that I use for um, SOAR. I'm like, I know they cheating me. Like, I need to do better about checking my account. I'm not thinking about all the eating out that I've done or, you know, the Amazon Prime purchases or, you know, my walmart and target deliveries things like that i ain't thinking about that i'm thinking about did this system pay me all the insurances you know respond to my billing finances i think i'm not going to say they're the number one i can't put a number like an overall number for each of you i mean or for us these for everyone it affects us um differently finances which is when I when I looked up what finances mean it said a fancy way for us to refer to our financial matters in other words things having to do with the money our coins our moolah finances has a way of stressing us out like no other I know so many people who become really really anxious when it comes to money When it comes to spending, when it comes to um, paying bills, when it comes to taking care of responsibilities, finances, money matters cause a headache and a level of stress that sometimes we can't quite figure out on our own. We don't know what to do. We try to save. That doesn't work. We We try to cut back. That doesn't work. We try to not eat out. But grocery are high, so we decide we're going to eat out. But then we don't have food at home, so we need to be able to to do both. Money gets in the way of our thinking. It gets in the way of our functioning. It gets in the way of our relationships. Money touches probably every area of our life, like our finding, I'm sorry, like our uh, like failure or like fear. Money too can impact. Every single part of your life. When I think about money for me, because we're talking about me, I'm not going to talk about y'all. I think about money to pay my bills. I'm a single person. I have responsibilities and financial obligations that I have to attend to on my own. So that's, you know, a mortgage. That's the utilities. That's uh cable and internet plus all the streaming apps. That's cell phone. Okay? that's two dogs not one but two dog food goes up just like grocery for me go up so we got dog food but then we also have my grocery and i don't only give my dogs dog food they get steak and they get salmon and they get chicken so all of that you know is an expense for me so then okay th- those are things that i need just for every day but then i like to do things and, and i was at a Galantine's this past weekend where some of the ladies said some of their things that maybe um, something that really can be a choice for them, like getting their nails done, getting their hair done, they count, count that at, into their budgeting as an expense. It's a it's a bill for them. So they include getting their hair and nails done every month. For me, the same. Um, I keep my braids so they can last a little, you know, my, I mean, I get my hair done every month. It might be every six weeks, six to eight weeks, something like that. But Massage envy is something that is on my budget every month. It's automatically deducted from my account so that I can go monthly and get my massages because for me, that's the way I take care of myself and we'll have a self care series um, upcoming soon. But so yeah so finances it touches every part of my life i can't think of anything or i can't do anything without thinking about finance i can't drive my car and i think about finances especially if that little light come on and it says time for oil change or the other little light comes on and it's time to go get gas okay or if the tire pressure down and i got to you know figure out if i can just fix it with my little what's that little little air gauge thing or if i have to go to the dealership or to the entire place. We can't do life without money. And sometimes we don't have enough money to do life. And that causes what? Stress and overthinking and a headache. As you guys can see, I could not settle on one F word. There are too many. I think I, I've settled on one U word for uh, the next episode. But I couldn't settle on one F word. I could have broke this episode up into, you know, a couple, but I don't want to prolong things, you know, and I want to make sure we get this so that we can get some of the other good things that I have coming. But finances is a thing that literally affects every part of our life. And I have seen it drain relationships. I've seen it drain individuals. I've seen it cause conflict. I've seen it cause us to live in fear. So that fear that we've talked about is sometimes triggered by not having enough, not knowing how to budget. A lot of times when we were growing up, we didn't, our family couldn't teach us how to save because they couldn't save. There was a point in my life I did really well with saving. And then there was a point in my life where I'm like, I got to expend. I got to expend what I save, you know. My dad, I tell people all the time, he messed me up. I have my dad, and I've probably talked about my line sister that messed me up. So once I became an adult and not and spending my own money and not spending my dad's money, he told us, you know, money was made to spend. You can't take it with you. So I have the philosophy of let me spend it. Because I work hard for it, and I'm not leaving it for anybody to spend once I'm gone. Sugar Ray and Spence can't spend my money, so let me spend it while I'm here, right? Now, of course, once I have children and a family, I will think differently, you know, but I make sure that I have something saved in case something comes up, but... I, I want to spend what I'm working so hard for, what I'm, you know, stressing about. I want to be able to spend that, But we have to be wise in our spending as well. I can't spend till I have nothing left. Now, there was a time in my life where I spent and it was that all my bills was paid and I didn't have a dollar left. And I was okay because I knew at least I was going to have somewhere to live and I was going to have lights and water there and maybe some food. If I didn't have food, y'all know my sister Ebony, she cooks a lot. So I would go over there and eat. Right. And I will be able to get food. But there are now times that I'm like, or there was also a time that I had an excess. I remember sitting in therapy, telling my therapist, I have more money than I ever had in my life. And I was trying to find reasons to spend it instead of being wise and continuing to put things up and put things away to make sure I have a good nest egg. Right. Finances can also cause conflict that causes us to overthink. So it causes conflict with others. It causes conflict with us in debt collectors. You know, when those people get to calling you and they want their money and they don't have time to wait for you anymore, they've given you enough extensions and they've given you enough um, credits, then they want their money. Yeah, we get to thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pull myself out of this? How am I going to be able to make this in me? And how am I going to be able to meet this obligation? If finances is an issue for you, I challenge you. Now, this is this, <laughs> this is this is my least therapeutic intervention. Get on TikTok, find some of those methods that these people are making up, the envelope system, you know, putting things to the side, putting so much to the side every day, putting so much into an account every month, and do it and watch your money build. But here's the thing. You can't touch it. When you put money to the side, you can't touch it. You can't put that money in a savings account and go back and pull it out the same month. You got to let it build. If you want interest to hit it, you really got to let it build. Okay? So your challenge this week, if finances is your thing that causes you to overthink, if finances is your F word. Go on TikTok, go on social media. That's that's my first suggestion. And find some of those financial planning little hacks that they're doing to help start small ways to save money. But also, I want you to find alternative things to do with your money this week in order to save it. So if you're one like me that eats out frequently, go. Today, tomorrow, make grocery. And for the next two weeks, eat home more than you eat out. So this is what I've actually found myself doing. I would buy a lot of grocery, have the grocery at home. I go and eat out. The grocery go bad. So I've spent money eating out. i spent money at the grocery store getting grocery, and then the grocery go in the trash. I had to stop myself. No, eat at home. Y'all saw that meme? You got food at home. We really do have food at home. It's so sad. I was uh, trying to fix me some lunch one day this week because I'm trying to eat foods that help build my energy, like naturally. And I came across fish, y'all, in my freezer that had been in there two years. Money down the drain. Because I probably looked at that fish several times over the last two years when it was actually good and was like, no, I ain't gonna cook that. I'ma go I'ma go get fish from somewhere. Perfectly the fish at home. Cook it all. All of that's at home. But i was probably the L word, lazy, tired, didn't want to, and I went and I used the money. So this week, if if you eat out a lot. Get grocery and cook at home. If you can't commit to doing that for two weeks, do it for one week. Start somewhere. If if, if you on Amazon Prime just ordering stuff because you can, challenge yourself this whole week or until the next episode. I'm not gonna spend a dime on Amazon. You might go to Walmart and you might go to Target, but at least on Amazon, I'm gonna allow, not allow myself to purchase anything. I am going to do what practice discipline. This is what the secret sauce is to building better finances it's wisdom but it's also discipline telling myself no and a lot of times like i said i mentioned my line sister tan She would tell me, girl, you're worth it. Get it. And I damn sure am. I'm worth it. And I'm going to get everything that I want. And then guess what? (laughs) then I'm like, oh, gosh, I need to get paid. Oh, gosh. For me, I stress myself. And I'm like, I need to see more clients because I need more income to support these habits. No, I don't need all that. Y'all should see. I probably have four, five, six, seven, eight Amazon packages that are in my house. Some in my bedroom, some in my living room that are not even open. They've just been in there two or three weeks. I order them. That tells me how I did not need that stuff. Or I at least didn't need it whenever I purchased it. Of those about eight packages, two of them I've already did a return on them. I just have to take them to UPS. That tells me I didn't need that stuff. I didn't even open them before I did the return on them. So try to be mindful. Set yourself a boundary, discipline with your finances over the next two weeks. So, if that is like I said, purchasing your grocery, eating at home, or if you are single like me, and because that was another thing, I'm sorry, that was another thing for me with finances. I was buying all this food to eat at home, but it's just me, so then it'll go in the trash. Sometimes my sisters will come eat, my mom will come eat, I can tell my friends or some family members, and they'll come and get something to eat. But there was a lot of times that the, the money was going in the trash. Again, because it was me, I would overcook because I have a heavy hand, and then it goes in the trash. Be more disciplined with your finances. Stop telling yourself yes all the time. Oh, what, Turkisha? Yes, let me repeat it, and I'm going to say it louder for the people in the back. Stop telling yourself yes all the time. Even you need to tell yourself no. Oh, my God. Keisha, you are talking to you. I'm going to eat crawfish today. Now, I'm limiting myself to twice a week, right? I had some earlier this week. They were not amazing, so I have to go and, you know, make up that. But sometimes I need to tell myself, no, you don't need crawfish. Wait till they go down. No, you don't need to go out to grab something to eat. Eat a sandwich. No, you don't need that dress on Amazon. You just bought a dress last week, and you don't go anywhere okay no you don't need to go and buy all these clothes for a trip because guess what you got a whole bunch of clothes in the closet that you haven't worn so what you took a picture in that before take another picture in a different scenery different hairdo okay be more disciplined wisdom is the thing that's going to help us kick overthinking when it comes to our finances wisdom and discipline you got to have it so Find you a hat on TikTok if that works for you. But the other thing is create some discipline, create some boundaries. Tell yourself no this week when it comes to finances. I'm going to practice that one too. I'm going to, so I'm, I'm really going to practice the one on fear this week. I'm trying, I'm going to try to walk past a cat if I see one and watch the Lord put a cat in my path. Woo, I'm a, I hope I remember to tell you, I might do a quick mini episode once I, if I run into that cat to tell y'all about it. Um, or I might do a video and post it on Instagram. We'll see if, if it happens. I know the Lord, he's going to put it, he's going to listen. He's going to make me practice what I preach. Um, and I am going to, I'm. I, failure don't really get me. I'm getting a little off task here, but failure doesn't really get me or, or kick me in the butt too often simply because I know it's, it's a part of life, right? So it's not the thing that completely throws me off. Finances is something that doesn't cause me to overthink, but it causes me to have anxiety. It does. It makes me nervous. It makes me worried. There are times, y'all, I'm so worried about my finances. I, want my finance, I won't open my banking app because I don't want to know where I'm at. And that's foolish because I need to be aware. So, yeah, I know that's a lot of time on finances, but I want us to make better decisions with our money. And then there are financial um, planners, there are financial coaches, there are financial therapists. So look out for some of those things. If you are really in a rut with your finances and it really does something to your anxiety, to your thinking, to your mood, seek out professional help. Seek out someone to help you come up with a budget, okay? Now, y'all, I saved the most pertinent to me for last. Now, I know on that post, I had all of the above and I had add F word and I recorded this episode pretty quickly after I posted. Only a few people had responded. (sighs) Feelings. Oh, my gosh. Feelings is the thing that causes me to overthink the most. And I must be honest with you. It is completely exhausting. If I I had to be truthful, and I will be, and if, if I want to be more vulnerable and transparent with you, I would say that feelings wear me out thinking about it. Thinking about my feelings, thinking about other people's feelings, thinking about my feelings towards other people, thinking about their feelings towards me, thinking about how to not think about feelings, thinking about how not to allow feelings to affect absolutely everything that I experience in life. Listen, feelings has a way of dictating how we move, how we feel, what we think, our perception, our relationships, our interactions. Feelings just listen. If we allow it, it can run amok. So feelings, um, when we look up the definition, it's an emotional state or reaction. An emotional state or reaction. And the second definition said a belief, especially a vague or irrational one. So how you felt. This is how I believe. This is what I felt. Right? So it's either our emotion, our mood, our reaction, or how we felt about something, what our belief was. So I'm treading lightly here just because I can go on and on and on. And I know we've already spent a lot of time together and I try to be mindful of our time. Get your feelings in check. Okay. If feelings, if like me, feelings is your F word, F them feelings for real. Now be in, in tune with your feelings. Be aware of them. Do not allow them to dictate your mood, your actions, your relationships, your comings and your goings because it has the tendency to do so. It has the tendency to to tell us how to act, to tell us what to do, to tell us how to be, right? We don't allow ourselves the opportunity to control our feelings, we allow our feelings to control us and that is a dangerous place to be. Feelings is why a lot of people are in the mental hospital. Feelings are is the reason why a lot of people are in jail. Feelings is a lot a reason why a lot of people are in the grave. Feelings is a reason why a lot of people don't have the things that they desire to have. They don't have the relationship that they don't that they desire to have because we allow our feelings to get hurt. We allow our feelings to dictate our mood. We allow our feelings to be the determining factor of things that they have absolutely no uh responsibility being involved in. Our feelings have to be under our control, not us being under the control of our feelings. So if you, like me, experience feelings that cause you to, oh, I mean overthink my friend she she calls me out on it now. She's like, friend, you're doing it again. You're overthinking. Like, stop. Stop. You're overthinking. Don't do that. Like, you, you, you're letting your feelings run amok. You're letting your feelings control you. You don't have control over them. Like, you. So my challenge here this week with your feelings is to get you an accountability partner somebody that you can respect everybody can't call me out on stuff and i know that's bad and it is something that i'm working on i realized it and it's not that everybody can't everybody didn't know how to call me out on stuff i i, I become defensive because a lot of times even if i do things that are wrong it was not my intent it, it came out wrong right so you have to be careful in how you correct me so there are people who can correct me because they know me. They've been in relationship with me or they have. They don't do it in a way that they would want to do it, but they do it in a way that they know will I will receive it. Not trying to tiptoe around me, but because they know if I want her to get it, I got to put it in a way that she's going to understand it. Get you somebody who can help you identify when your feelings are taking control of you and you're not controlling your feelings. Write your feelings down. Be aware. Here's the thing, a lot of times when feelings come in to play, we check out. So our rationality, it goes out the window. Stay in awareness so that you can see what your feelings are doing. We don't quite understand because we check out. Here are my feelings. I'm not going to, you know, pay attention to this anymore. And I'm going to respond this way and I'm going to ignore and I'm going to shut down. We completely check out. No, stay in tune. Look, this is what I'm feeling. One, be okay with admitting I'm hurt right now. I'm sad. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. I'm pissed off. They effed over me. Be okay with it. Be okay to say I'm scared. Be okay to say I'm confused. A lot of times we don't want to do that. We think that we have to always show up, but we don't. Always showing up is why sometimes I'm exhausted and why I'm tired or why we experience burnout. Always showing up and saying, I can't cancel a client today, even though I'm tired or I'm not feeling well, is the reason why I lose my passion behind what I'm doing. Ever experienced that? Feelings always have, because look, I don't want to hurt no feelings. I don't want to disappoint people. Sometimes people are going to be disappointed. I can go all around the world with feelings because that's where I live. I live in my feelings and it's a dangerous place to be. That's why I need therapy. Because I have to sort these feelings. I don't do my, even, I don't, I rarely sort feelings by myself. I always consult with somebody. Because I already had it in my mind, you know, figured out. And my figured it out is not always on point. So I always reach out to sort my feelings with someone else. So this week, you, your, your assignment to help combat overthinking because It's triggered by feelings. Is to find you an accountability partner who you trust, who you respect, and who you know will do it with some grace that's going to call you out and be able to say, hey, you're allowing your feelings to control you. You're not controlling your feelings. Eventually, the, the goal is to be able to control our feelings, to be able to acknowledge, like I said, to be aware when our feelings are becoming more possessive than what we are. When they are in more control. So that we can respond appropriately. This week. I'm working on. That fear component. That finance component. I ain't ordering nothing on Amazon. <sighs> Lord. He gonna put me to the test. And feelings component. I've been all in my feelings. He God, I think God has me in the season. Of addressing my feelings. And it. It's a tough season. It's a pruning season. It's getting a lot of stuff off of me, but I do believe that it's getting a lot of stuff in me as well. So there's that. That's this week's first letter of old fudget RF. We are looking at if the if if fear, fine failure, finances or feelings. Now, there was an option to say all of the above, and if all of the above Apply what you can. Do not overwhelm yourself and say, "I'm doing all four this week." Like I'm saying, I'm gonna do because I ain't gonna drive myself crazy. But or think myself crazy. Um, apply what you can this week, and then guess what? Let it be a gradual process. We're gonna be working on this, you know, for a good minute. Don't feel like you got to conquer all the Fs this week or over the next two weeks. Gradually add these things in. But if you had another F and you want a way that, hey. Tarkita, what can I combat this with? Drop it on the um the the Instagram. Drop it in the email. All the, the access is there, okay? Thinkyourselfcrazy at gmail.com. And on Instagram again, we are at think yourself crazy. We want to really, really address these F's because they're big. Oh my goodness, they're big. I'm telling you that if if three of the four that I mentioned affect me, come on, y'all. And and I am someone that continuously try to work on myself. I can only imagine what we are all going through. You're not by yourself. I am going to always be honest and let you know where my struggles are. Don't judge me, don't laugh at me. I am working to overcome mine. So I hope that you guys are too. So yeah, that was good. I th- I hope that you guys heard something today that was helpful. Um and that is going to really Put you in a position to overcome your fears so you don't overthink, to not become defeated by failure, to become wiser, the more disciplined with your finances, and to pick up your feelings and do something positive with them and allow you to be in control of them and not, your, not allow your feelings to be in control of you. All right? All right, so that's the F and O, Fudgy. We're, we, we, we effing overthinking up this season okay y'all we doing some things to really get us in gear i know our little routine from our overthinking stories and our don't you wear your pretty little head don't you wear your pretty little head was all up and through this i just didn't label it as we were going through But I am hoping that you are taking some nuggets this this season and applying them to your life because I am really trying to work hard. See y'all, that break wasn't in vain. It was downloading some really good stuff. And next week, we are talking about FU, not quite, but the U in fudge. And we're talking about unrealistic expectations. Oh, that one's going to be good. So I hope y'all join me. But until then, always remember this, my friend. Even in your midst of overthinking, even in the midst of fear and failure and financial concerns, as well as those old crazy feelings, you, my friend, are worth best case scenario. I'll talk to you guys real soon. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Think Yourself Crazy podcast. Listen, I need you to share, rate, and review. That's right, share, rate, and review. Before I let you go, allow me to leave you with this. If you're going to overthink, think intentionally. And as Philippians 4, 8 through 9 suggests, summing it up all, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God who makes everything work together will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Remember this, you too are worth best case scenario. Chat soon!